Men are different than women, and when it comes to money, investing, and retirement, the differences are even more dramatic. Welcome to Woman's Worth with your host, Jeanette Bajalia. Jeanette is a best-selling author and a radio talk show host. She's been featured in the Wall Street Journal, Forbes Magazine, and CNBC Television. Listen up. It's time for Woman's Worth. Welcome back to Woman's Worth Radio. I'm Angelia Savage, and I'm here with your host, Jeanette Bajalia. We're here each week talking about financial matters for women, because we believe that you deserve an independent and worry-free retirement at the same time. And here at Woman's Worth, it's more than the money. It's about total well-being. That's what our goal is, is total well-being. And we have a great program for you today. So we're going to dive right in headfirst. So I really want to discuss our, a topic today, and it's, it's about emotional decision-making. And Jeanette, we were talking earlier here in the studio before the program actually began because most people like to think that they're always making decisions based on logic and based on facts. But in reality, I mean, really the truth is that emotions usually play a serious role for all of us in decision-making and that process. And it's really no different, you know, with financial decision-making. So Jeanette, what types of emotions do you find are most likely to drive people's financial decisions? I'd narrow it down to two, and they are the primary, what I consider primary. There's some secondary ones, and that's fear and greed, Angelia. What do most people typically do when they experience volatility in the market? Hmm, Probably what I do. I shouldn't say this, but you know, I'm the one that like freaks out and I flee as fast as I can because I mean, I feel like we want to protect what we have left in the market. Hey, you got it. Actually, here's what I've seen in the financial world. It's the only area in our lives where we do exactly the opposite of what we do with other purchases. So I'm going to now hold your feet to the fire, Angelia. What do you do when your favorite pair of Tory Burch shoes is on sale for a really, really deep discount? (laughs) Here you go. You're getting right into my pocket now. (laughs) I mean, really? I mean, what am I going to do if it's on a deep sale because they're so expensive? I mean, I'm going to buy not one, but maybe two, but maybe I'll confess probably three if they're on a super sale. And I'll tell you, that happened this past weekend with flip-flops, with Tory oh, Burch no. flip-flops. No and way. my mom even bought some because they're on deep discount. Okay, so you buy more. That's called buying low. And when it comes to investments, when we see the market on sale, and that would be called market volatility, when it goes down, we tend to want to flee and get out and we can't get out quick enough. Then when the market is going up, we want to get on the train because we fear missing out of some of those gains. So we want to buy high. So we get in buying high. So when was the last time you bought two or three of those Tory Burch flip-flops when they were full price? Mm, you know me very well. I know you You can read my mind. I mean, I'm a discount shopper. You know that. And yeah. I like more for less money. Yeah, that's why we're sitting here trying to schedule a shopping trip to we Orlando. Are. <laughs> right. But you need the same out of the market, Angela. You want to buy more when your investments are priced low. And you want to sell when your investments are priced high. You got to claim your gains and run and put that money where you can buy stocks on sale. You can get wealthy by managing fear and greed. 
Hmm, that's interesting. Well, so what are some of the other mistakes that you've really seen people make because of, let's say, emotional decision making? I'm sure you've seen lots of instances. Uh, Many, but one of what we're seeing more and more of is parking your money. There are billions sitting in cash in the banks because of fear. We want to hold on to what we have for fear that the market is going to take it away from us. Sure. That emotion is still causing you to lose money. Mm-hmm. So how can you know putting the money and sitting it in the bank cause you to actually lose it, though? Well, Angelia, it's called purchasing power loss. I feel like it's safe, no? No. Inflation rate is more than you're earning at the bank. Sitting in cash, what's it earning you? 1% if you're lucky. Oh, maybe. 1%. <laughs> yeah, I'll try 0.01%. <laughs> if you're lucky. Your $10 in the bank is worth less, which means you can buy less with that $10 and compounded over time, it's your purchasing power is eroded. So let's look at an example. Angela, a few weeks ago, I was meeting with uh, Sarah and she had $600,000 parked in cash. And I asked her why. She said she was afraid because she was thinking about retiring and she didn't want to lose the money. Sarah has had this money parked in cash for seven years. Do you really think her $600,000 is going to buy her the same thing today that it would have seven years ago? No. So how many of you are sitting in cash allowing the banks to use your money to grow their wealth? That's interesting. Okay, well, so are there any times that, you know, when it is actually appropriate to factor in those emotions into financial decisions? I mean, are there any times? Oh, sure there is. For instance, if you're recently widowed or divorced or you're having a major life event or, or perhaps you need to use a lot of cash to manage through a tough period of your life, then emotions should have a role, especially for us as women. You do need to understand how cash impacts your life now, what you need for the near future and what you need for perhaps, let's say the next 12 to 18 months. So emotions are good. They just need to be managed to your best interest. And typically this is best handled when you work with a lifestyle planning team, like the team at Woman's Worth and not with an investment manager who's always wanting you to put all of your money at work in the market. Sometimes it's really okay to keep that cash sitting and we need you to figure out that sweet spot in the lifestyle planning we do to determine how much should be in that I like cash it. position. I like that you said that it was okay sometimes. It just depends on the circumstances. All right, well, so before we take a break, can you give me maybe an example of a time that you actually helped someone construct a solid plan that worked for them mathematically, but also met their emotional needs at the same time? Well, let's talk about Sarah since I mentioned her earlier. One of the reasons Sarah had so much money in cash was that she was widowed three years ago and was very protective over the money she got from her deceased husband's life insurance. She didn't want to lose the money in spite of three different advisors trying to push her into investing it. It represented for Sarah security that she felt she lost when she lost her husband. And I get that. You don't want to be making financial decisions when you experience a life-changing event. So for three years, it was fine for her to keep her money parked, not doing a thing, because she was going through a life transition. Now that her life transition is kind of a little clearer in her head about the type of lifestyle she wants, and she can answer questions like, how do I reinvent my life? Will I stay in this home, buy a a smaller home? Will I relocate? Should I continue working or not? What am I going to do with the next phase of my life? See, she had to have these answers. 
unless she had those answers, she couldn't talk about money. So she became more fact-based because as she got through her grieving process, now she had the emotional strength to make those fact-based financial decisions. So we put together a fully integrated life plan for Sarah And that's really all we did. We looked at her tax situation, being single. We looked at her lifestyle needs. We looked to see where she wanted to age as she was moving forward. How much money did she need to put in the various buckets? What she needed immediately, what she needed in the midterm, and what she needed in the long term. We also needed to help her manage through healthcare costs because she wasn't on Medicare yet. She was in her early 60s. And so also we had to go through that life planning process and then we could help her put her money to work for her. So what you're saying really is that cash can be good. I mean, really based on where you are emotionally. And uh, I mean, too much cash can actually work against you in the long run. So in essence, it's the integrated life plan that helps balance the emotions with the financial facts. And I love it that you embrace emotions in your planning because we're only human. And I mean, I can't park my emotions like I can park my money. I can't just do that. We, you can. And that's so true. We can't put a lid on our emotions, but we can certainly understand how relevant they are in the financial planning role. So to manage the emotions... I believe that every individual and family planning for retirement needs a customized lifestyle protection plan that addresses all of your unique life needs because you don't want to be taking chances with your retirement. So pick up the phone and give us a call to protect your future and give you the retirement you deserve. Because folks, preparing for retirement is a journey. It's not a destination. It takes a disciplined approach to make sure all of your lifestyle needs are achieved, whether you live to 80, 90, or even beyond 100, which many of you will. We want to make sure you're prepared. So if you're one of the next 10 callers, we're going to give you a complimentary lifestyle protection plan to get you on the right path. We'll help you get to and all the way through retirement. In this lifestyle protection plan, you're going to get a few helpful tools. First, you'll get a fully integrated plan that gives you a detailed understanding of how to protect yourself financially. Second, you're going to get a better understanding of the impact healthcare and taxes will have on your retirement. And finally, we're going to help you have enough income to manage your lifestyle throughout your retirement. So once again, If you want to make sure you're on the right path to retire successfully, be one of the next 10 callers right now, and we'll give you this customized lifestyle protection plan at no cost and no obligation. And that's a great offer. So be one of the first 10 callers right now to get your complimentary lifestyle protection plan. The number to call to take advantage of this amazing opportunity is 800-366-8022. That's 800-366-8022. 8022. So call us now to get this personalized and customized lifestyle protection plan. Again, that number to call is 800-366-8022. Well, right now is the perfect time for a brief break for us. You're listening to Woman's Worth Radio, and we'll be right back to discuss the truth about life insurance. You won't want to miss that. Hey, fellas, want to take care of that special someone in your life? 
keep listening to Woman's Worth Radio. Welcome back to Woman's Worth, the weekly show to help you prepare for retirement. I'm Angelia, and I'm here with your host, Jeanette Bajalia. She's the president and founder of Woman's Worth and national expert, author, speaker, and thought leader on financial planning matters for women. And earlier on the show, we talked about Sarah. We were discussing Sarah, who was widowed three years ago and got a sizable amount of life insurance. So I think it makes sense to actually spend some time talking about the value of life insurance and how life insurance has evolved from days gone by. And you and I, Jeanette, were talking a while ago about life insurance being an investment and not being an expense. And that pretty much blew my mind. So let's focus on how life insurance is really an investment. Actually, Angela, it's one of the most underutilized asset classes. It is considered an asset class. And planning for the future isn't just about saving money while you're working. It's about getting the most from your money in retirement. And the modern day life insurance allows you to use a different approach that can potentially meet your needs while living and your desire to pass some of that wealth on to your heirs. Okay, wait a minute then. Hold up, hold the phone. Okay, so how can life insurance actually meet your needs while you're living, though? I mean, I always think of life insurance as about when you're dying. I mean, Which is why really most people don't want to talk about it. But the reality of it is not today. It's more about living because certain kinds of life insurance can also be used to both create a legacy for your heirs through the death benefit and to accumulate funds that can be accessed in retirement through what's called indexed universal life. There are more features in today's life insurance than simply a death benefit. Features such as? Like growth potential and protection, income, legacy, tax benefits. Okay, let's do a crash course on this because I think you need it and maybe some of our listeners will probably need it. So uh, that'll help me give you the basics really quickly. From a growth potential and protection, the index portion of a universal life refers to the potential for a portion of the cash, the premium that you pay to grow. And that market index will rise and is protected when the market dips. So you can get growth inside life insurance policy, but no downside risk. And the credit and and the portion of your premiums annually is going to increase your cash value. So a small amount gets applied to that death benefit, but the majority of that premium grows with the market. Well, so wait a minute. Let me get this straight. Are you really suggesting that you can grow without risk? I absolutely am. Oh, I like but that. But there's more good news. The second benefit of an index universal life insurance program is that it creates a legacy for your heirs with the death benefit, which is separate from the value of that investing portion. See, they, they kind of are tiered types of investment solutions. But the most important is that the benefit of being able to take loans from your policy to use for supplemental income, and check this out, it's tax-free. I can use the money to supplement my retirement income tax-free and manage taxes. Now, of course, you need to structure this the right way. You can't just do it in any old nilly-willy way. Well, so tell me, how can you use the money that you grow inside of a life insurance policy tax-free? 
free. I mean, I love tax-free income. Don't get me wrong. I mean, especially in retirement, when you have all, you know, you have to use your IRAs, which are all taxable. Then that's a legitimate point. But with a, a universal life, an index universal life, your policy premiums are paid with after-tax dollars, right? You pay mm-hmm. monthly or quarterly or annually with after-tax dollars. Your cash value within the account grows income tax-free. In the majority of cases, again, I keep saying we have to structure it the right way. You'll generally not pay income tax on loans you take from the policy in retirement. And then the death benefit is paid tax-free to your heirs. But wait, as they say on TV, there's more. There's more. Yes, there's always more. There's significant tax benefits inside the right kind of life insurance program. So let me summarize it. You get a death benefit leaving a tax-free sum of money to your heirs should you desire or your surviving spouse to protect for lost income. You get living benefits for qualified medical costs. In fact, the Index Universal Life is an amazing solution to protect for long-term care costs. And you can access the cash value funds to spend during your retirement tax-free. What? Did you say tax-free? I mean, I love that word tax-free. Any, we all do. Anytime I hear tax-free. I mean, but the thing is, you can't go with this alone. You need a plan that tells you what you need. I mean, that plan needs to be in place. So Jeanette, do you maybe have an example that you can share on how this might have maybe helped somebody you've recently worked with? Sure. I was recently working with a widow. Let, I'm going to call her Samantha. She was left with a lot of IRA assets, and one of her goals was to leave a legacy, but also she didn't want to be a burden on her kids. She was 70 years old, and so when we looked at her lifestyle needs and her life goals, it became evident that she could benefit from this type of life insurance to deliver five benefits. Okay, let's hear the five benefits. Right, but most people think, oh, 70 years old, life insurance is not affordable. That is so not accurate. Really? Just we have to reshape our mental models about that, but she could get five benefits. She First, she could get the potential for accumulation linked to the stock market without being exposed to any risk. She can protect her principal. She could get income should she need it. And one of the th- her goals was to move into a retirement community at some point in the future, but we didn't know how much it was going to cost. So maybe we needed a supplemental tax-free income because she had all IRA assets. What so, about a legacy, maybe? And yes, legacy, She could leave. That was the fourth benefit. Thanks for bringing that up. Legacy for her sons would be tax-free. And the final benefit was the tax advantages by using her IRA assets now and not have to spend them down when you're on that government distribution plan for your IRAs, which is called minimum distributions. Yeah, those IRAs, I mean, those are just tax time bombs. I mean, as you talk about it all the time, it's something we don't want to have to face. We don't want taxes in our later years. No, because we want to efficiently use those IRAs. And just to kind of uh, summarize what we did for Samantha, we took a net of $75,000 a year out of her IRA so we can use them in a tax-efficient manner. But we only did that for five years. And we positioned this five-year distribution each year of $75,000 into a index universal life that gave her $800,000 of a death benefit. And she would accumulate so much cash value that she could use it tax-free during her lifetime if she needed income. And as importantly, she can use the majority of the death benefit for long-term care needs if she needed it. That's why I call this type of life insurance a living benefit. It's for the living, not only for the dying. 
So one financial solution, as I mentioned, provided her with all five of those benefits. And I don't see anything, Angelia, in the financial world that can provide this depth of benefits in one financial solution that's very cost effective. And if you can relate to Samantha, then you need to give us a call because there are many of you out there that are saying, how do I tax efficiently use my IRA assets? I'm not sure if this is an appropriate solution for you or not, but it's certainly worth checking out. Growing money without risk, protecting principal, getting some tax-free income, funding for long-term care in a very efficient manner, and leaving a legacy to those you love. You need to give us a call if you think that you want to understand how this might fit into your lifestyle protection plan. Because, folks, we've run thousands of men and women through this retirement planning process. And they've called into the radio program. They visited with us one-on-one at one of our offices. And we created a lifestyle protection plan for them. And, you know, some of them did become clients and some didn't. But I think most of them would leave our offices knowing that they got more value, more clarity, and more confidence in their retirement picture than they had when they started. Here's what you can expect to get out of a retirement lifestyle protection plan. One, you're going to get an income analysis. It's going to show you what your retirement picture is going to look like based on some very specific assumptions that we'll discuss with you. We're going to go ahead and factor in inflation. We'll give you some advice on money that needs to be set aside for skyrocketing medical costs. And this analysis is going to give you a baseline to see, are you going to be okay or not? Gives you confidence. Two, We're going to run a stress test of your portfolio. This is fascinating, and I think you will want this information because I want to kind of help you understand what a stress test means. The banks had stress tests run by the U.S. government to see if they could survive another financial meltdown like we had in 2008. This is a stress test on your portfolio. We take your portfolio without even moving any of your financial assets around, And we show you exactly how the portfolio will behave should history repeat itself. And third, you're going to get a one-page bucket plan to show you how you can protect your retirement lifestyle. We'll sit down with you. We'll walk through the plan. And obviously, you can be the judge of whether you want to implement that or not with us. There's no pressure, no obligation, and absolutely complimentary. And that's the best part. No obligation whatsoever. I mean, we are here to serve you. Those of you who want to become clients, that's perfect. That is great. We are excited. But those of you who don't, that's perfectly okay too, but you walk away with a lot of knowledge at the same time. So for just the next 10 callers who want a lifestyle protection plan, call 800-366-8022. That's 800-366- 8022. And if you have saved $250,000 for retirement, call now to schedule your time to come in for your visit and we'll get your lifestyle protection plan right underway. So this could be one of the most important decisions of your life. And that's a great offer for a free and customized lifestyle protection plan. So all you have to do is be one of the first 10 callers right now to get your complimentary and fully integrated plan. The number to call to take advantage of this amazing opportunity is 800-366-8022. That's 800-366-8022. So call us to get this personalized and customized lifestyle protection plan. 
Again, that number to call is 800-366-8022. Well, this is a great time for a brief break for us. You're listening to Woman's Worth Radio, and we'll return in a moment. And we're going to talk about what you do when you get those life suddenlies, such as widowhood. Welcome back to Woman's Worth, the weekly show to help you prepare for retirement. I'm Angelia, and I'm here with your host, Jeanette Pajalia, president and founder of Woman's Worth and national expert, author, speaker, and thought leader on financial planning matters for women. And right now, it's time to shift our focus to something that a lot of people don't want to discuss. But I think it's really important because this happens to, I mean, if, if it doesn't happen to yourself, sometimes you have a friend that it happens to a family member, it happens. We're going to discuss widowhood, since an unexpected loss represents also lost income, not only emotional loss. I mean, it's just stress galore, right, Jeanette? So let's discuss that today. Absolutely. And it's a great topic because I was at an advisor's event last week, Angelia, with a group of amazing advisors. And one of the speakers, who probably wasn't even 40 years old, was talking about the value of life insurance and how life insurance is for the living, not the dying. And that kind of, and we talked about that earlier in the show. Mm-hmm. And I was struck by that because um, her name was Tara, and she told her story. She was a 23 year old woman when she got the tragic news by two men who rang her doorbell that her husband had died in Afghanistan. Oh, goodness. I mean, there wasn't a a dry eye in the room. She proceeded to tell her story about her life transition and how the life insurance check helped her transition. Immediately after her, another speaker by the name of Amy came on stage, and Amy is a nationally recognized liturgy and bereavement consultant, and she shared her story about the first love of her life, John. And they were married at a young age. They had their first child at 25. And John died in a tragic car accident seven months after her first child was born. Oh, gosh, that's so sad. How do you actually get over the shock? I mean, it's it's one thing when you can emotionally prepare for an eventual passing of someone who's been sick. But to get this type of news is so devastating and really life-defining to happen so suddenly. It is. It, it, you know, I experienced it in my own family when my mother got widowed at 60 years old suddenly because my father died on three minutes on his bed without being sick a day in his life. In fact, he had just retired. They never dreamed that he would just be gone a couple weeks after he retired. I'll never forget my mother's screams through the phone when she called me to come home because dad had died. My mother wasn't prepared, nor I or any member of my family. We just don't really think about what's going to happen if suddenly life throws us that curveball. But let's address some of the risk of widowhood because the span of widowhood is longer than people may typically expect. Many women spend 15 plus years as widows. My mother spent 33 years as a widow. That's 33 years with lost income. Oh, that's a long time to have to go it alone financially. Oh, you got it. And women are four times more likely than men to outlive their spouses. And get this, Angelia, the average Social Security benefit for widows is $1,280. And although you should not make financial decisions early into your widowhood, it's important that you get involved in the financial planning, the life planning early. You don't need to make investment decisions 
as soon as you're widowed. But you truly need to not keep your head in the sand either. I have so many widows that tell me they don't even open up their statements because they're what I call financially frozen. Mm, I might be one of those. I'm oh, not sure. Okay. <laughs> I, I, feel, I feel like I feel paralyzed sometimes. And I know a lot of women who feel that way. I mean, paralyzation, I mean, it just happens because you don't want to face it. You don't know how to face it or you may not know. Can you share some basics of what women really need to know before we end up ending you know, in the financially frozen state? Well, first, you need a list of all the assets you now have. You need a list of all your debts and the sources of income and expenses. And and many women whose husbands, you know, like manage the accounts through the internet, they have these passwords. You got to really understand what all your passwords are to all your financial accounts because they are, there's a lot of security and you need to make sure you have access to this information. Then you need to dig deep because you may be eligible for survivor benefits from an employer that your spouse worked for years gone by. He could have worked for GE for 10 years way back, and he kind of forgot about that. But they had some of the old employers had those defined benefit plans. So you could find something that you could be eligible for. You also need to list all your life insurance policies. You need to figure out if there are any life insurance that you haven't filed that death claim on. I don't care if it's a $1,000 life insurance policy that his parents purchased for him when he was 18 years old. It could have so much cash value in it. It could be worth eight, nine, ten thousand dollars $10,000 because we see that. And so once you have a handle on some of these basics, you do want to begin thinking about longer term goals, whether you need to, let's say, relocate, what type of lifestyle do you need to fund? How will you invest the money to manage risk, to generate the income that you need because you lost some source of income when, unfortunately, you went and prepared for those funeral arrangements? There was less income. How are you going to fund your long-term care needs? Because most women take care of their husbands. It's important to think about your future as a widow in the context of your new life situation. Okay, hearing this story and all of the things that you're talking about now, I have a question for you that's pretty important. How many women do you actually think are prepared to handle the finances when they're widowed? Do you have a percentage or do you have... Well, let me just say, women traditionally make all the household operational decisions, like the purchasing decisions. Yes. The decisions on how to spend the family income. But typically what I see is that they defer the investment or the longer term strategic decisions to their husbands. And this is concerning. That's why I so often hear... I don't open up my statements, kind of like you. Yes. You know, today is like maybe full disclosure. Yes. This is a risky road to protecting yourself. And Angelia, I recently met with a widow, and I'm going to call her Marsha. And she had been widowed for a year and still had not even pulled together a list of the assets that she had. She was simply using money that she had in the checking account to pay her monthly bills. And so now she started seeing that that checking account has dwindled down and she might not be able to pay those monthly bills much longer. Then she didn't really know where the money was coming from for next month's bill. So she started losing sleep. She started worrying. This is what I call finance-induced stress with women. It's going to cause health issues. She heard me talking about income distribution planning. And you see, Marsha had the money. She just didn't know where it was, how to use it, and how to create a paycheck for herself because her husband was taking care of all this. She never got involved. And now she was reluctant to get involved because she just didn't know how. 
It's kind of hard, though. I mean, I find Marsha's story so relevant because so many women are doing the same thing. I mean, so many women do that. They make the spending decisions at home, but they rely on their husbands to make the investing decisions. I mean, I see it with my friends every day. I mean, when it comes to money matters, there are different roles. I mean, it sounds like we need to be kind of cross-trained, if you will, to handle multiple roles. Oh, yes, we do. Uh, Marsha, in this case, needed an income distribution plan to take the worry out of it. The advisor that her husband had used had never reached out to her to help her remove her financial fears about money and give her the confidence that she would be fine because her husband made sure that she was going to be fine. She just didn't know it. They just continued investing her money, the advisor, and when they asked her about making changes to her investments, her response was, yes, sir without even knowing why she was giving them the green light to move money around. No income plan, just investment decisions that I call homeless investment decisions. I encourage you to be prepared for life suddenlies. Get involved with your spouse while both of you are active and alive. Don't wait until you experience widowhood to take the bull by the horns and you don't even know how to manage that bull when you grab them. Remember, 80% of men die married and 80% of women die single. Preparing for retirement this journey is not a destination. It takes a disciplined approach to make sure all your lifestyle needs are achieved, whether you live to 80, 90, or beyond 100. We want to help make sure you're prepared. So if you're one of the next 10 callers, we're going to give you a complimentary lifestyle protection plan to get you on the path to financial success. We're not only going to help you get to retirement, but we're going to help you get through retirement. And in this lifestyle protection plan, you'll get some helpful tools. First, you'll get a fully integrated plan that gives you a detailed understanding of how to protect yourself financially. Second, you're going to get a better understanding of the impact health care costs and taxes are going to have on your retirement. And third, We'll make sure you have enough income to maintain your lifestyle throughout your retirement. So again, if you want to make sure you're on the right path to retire successfully, be one of the next 10 callers, and we'll give you this customized retirement lifestyle protection plan at absolutely no cost and no obligation. And this is a great opportunity to meet with the experts of retirement income planning for women. Give us a call for this complimentary and most comprehensive lifestyle protection plan to keep you on the road to financial independence and well-being. And when you come in for your visit with the team at Woman's Worth, we'll make sure that you get a copy of one of Jeanette's books, Wise Up Women or Retirement Done Right. And for just the next 10 callers on the show who call 800 366 8022. That's 800-366-8022. We'll reserve a spot for you for this complimentary and totally customized lifestyle protection plan. Again, that number to call is 800-366-8022. Well, this is a perfect time for a brief break for us. You're listening to Woman's Worth Radio. We'll be right back to answer some of our favorite email questions that we get from listeners. You're listening to Woman's Worth Radio, and there's more to come right around the corner. 
Welcome back to Woman's Worth, the weekly show to help you prepare for retirement. I'm Angelia, and I'm here with your host, Jeanette Bajalia, president and founder of Woman's Worth and national expert, author, speaker, and thought leader on financial planning matters for women. It's time right now, though, for us to focus on some frequently asked questions that we get from our audience and our emails through our website and our Facebook page. Make sure you follow us on Woman's Worth Facebook page. You can also find us on Growing Boulder Life Institute, or you can just go to our website, which is www.womans-worth.com. That's www.womans-worth.com. All right, well, now on to one of our first questions, and that comes from Michael in St. Augustine, Florida, and he wants to know this. He says, I'm in my mid-50s and don't have much save for retirement at all, but I have my own business and I'm having a huge year. A matter of fact, the best I've ever had by far. I have some big profits and... I can invest for retirement. Where do I start, though? This is well, an interesting one. congratulations, Michael, for having a great year. But you start with a plan to figure out how much you can save to manage tax obligation. But this, you know, this is an interesting question because we find a unique situation with many business owners. Many business owners are like Michael. They really don't have a lot of savings for retirement, but they have an asset. It's their business. And many business owners think that their retirement is going to be created by selling their business one day. Well, this is really a recipe for retirement failure because the question for you becomes, what if you can't sell the business? What if the economy changes or the industry that your business is in is no longer relevant? There's other technologies that are more attractive to a potential buyer than buying your business. You won't be able to sell it. So what are you going to do? Live on a social security check? Business owners also, the one thing that we look at with regard to Social Security and business owners, they don't pay themselves a lot of salary. So guess what is impacted? Social Security. That Social Security Mm -hmm. check. check Right. Mm -hmm. Right. So my response to Michael, now that I gave you my sideline editorial about business owners, is to look at your business structure and tax situation. Find out how much you can save in a tax-deferred retirement account, and then invest the funds in accordance with your personal situation. No one-size-fits-all direction from us here. So you've got to have a plan in place because just uh, depending on that one sale of your business may or may not happen. And we'll see what happens with him. Okay, so on to our next question that comes from Beth in Ponte Vedra Beach, Florida. And she says, my parents bought a whole life insurance policy for my daughter when she was born. And we've been paying for the policy ever since she passed away. She's about to graduate college now. Should we keep paying on this policy or not? Because it's not cheap. It's not. That's interesting because uh, based on Beth's comment saying the policy is not cheap, whole life policies on a newborn should be cheap. So I'm not sure how to really answer this question. I think what Beth needs to do is get what we call a policy enforced ledger. And that's simply the insurance language. That's the term for making a request of the insurance company to provide you with the details in written form about the cash value, the cost of insurance, whether, and that will tell us whether it makes sense to keep the policy for the death benefit in relation to the premium paid. What we would need to do is a detailed policy review. And that's what we do as part of our lifestyle planning process. And we can give you the facts to make that decision based on not only Beth's situation, but the daughter's situation. Because it might be that you could just go ahead and take the cash value out of the policy and give it to your daughter as a graduation gift. 
But then just maybe your daughter can take over the policy and make that decision herself based on her unique life needs. I like this. I mean, basically, it sounds like Beth really wants to get her daughter off the payroll. I mean, and that's oh, a good thing. Oh, yes. It's, you, they've got to grow up at some point. So I get that. Okay, well, so now let's go on to our last question from Rebecca in Jacksonville. She says, next year, my daughter is moving back to the U.S. after 10 years in Africa. I'm thinking about moving wherever she and her husband end up living here in the States. What do I need to consider before I pick up and move at the age of 67? Oh my gosh, consider a lot, Rebecca. That's a good question. And I have to respond to Africa. Sounds like Rebecca's daughter has more courage than I have because I just recently read where there's a whole boatload of kidnappings in Africa. I I mean, I know it sounds weird, Angelia, but that's okay. (laughs) Things to consider. (laughs) Rebecca needs to consider some things like... First and most critical, what type of income do you need and where's it going to come from? Because the most important is that state income tax situation. Rebecca lives in Florida and we only pay federal income tax. We don't have state income tax. But if Rebecca is going to move to a state that has state income tax on top of federal income tax and has a lot of IRA assets, then she's going to lose a lot of her spending power. So that's the first thing Rebecca needs to look at is what is the state income tax situation. Then you need to look at the cost of housing and property taxes because there are advantages in Florida for protecting your property tax basis. It's really important to really understand how much you're going to pay for this new house and whether it's going to be a single family dwelling or attached or what have you. It has some property tax and homeowners implications. A lot of people think that they can downsize and spend less monthly, but we find very often the opposite, Angelia. And what about the homestead exemption? In Florida, your homestead is protected from creditor claims, from lawsuits. So you'll want to know what the homestead rules are wherever you're locating. And finally, let me add, you don't want to forget to consider those lovely death taxes. Some states have state-level estate taxes, or they call them inheritance taxes. Some people call them death taxes, not just the federal estate tax exemption. The federal exemption currently is a little over $5 million, but state estate taxes, sometimes they're only a couple hundred thousand dollars that you'll have to pay. So you want to really be thoughtful of the tax situation and the property situation and then the income needs. That's so many things to consider. I mean, that was an interesting question because she needs to think about all of those things. There's a lot. I mean, really, the bottom line is you need to have a plan. And that's what I love about the team at Woman's Worth. What you do there is scenario planning. It's all scenarios across the board. And everybody has a different scenario, what they anticipate happening in retirement. I mean, you can run your retirement analysis based on maintaining your lifestyle in Florida. And then you can can get the team to put together a scenario based on, let's say, you want to move to Connecticut, for instance, with all of those taxes, taxes on taxes on taxes. And then you can see how far and how long your money will actually last you for all of those added expenses, right? Absolutely. And it's retirement lifestyle scenario planning. It's scenario planning. What are the possible scenarios that you can visualize your retirement? Because we have to put money to it. That's where the rubber hits the road. How long is your money going to last? And so I'm going to offer you the opportunity to pick up the phone and request a lifestyle protection plan. We've run thousands of men and women through this planning process. Then they've called into this radio program. They came into the office. They visited with us one-on-one. And we created a lifestyle protection plan for them. Some of them became clients and some didn't. But I think 
all of them left our office, or let me say almost all of them left our offices with more value, more clarity, and more confidence on their retirement picture than when they started. Here's what you can expect to get from a lifestyle protection plan. First, you're going to get a retirement income analysis We'll show you what your retirement picture is going to look like based on some specific assumptions that we're going to discuss with you. We're going to factor in inflation. We'll give you some advice on money that needs to be protected and set aside for skyrocketing medical costs. The analysis is going to give you a baseline to see, are you going to be okay or not? And you all need that. Second, we're going to run a stress test on your portfolio. So what does this mean? Well, remember, the banks had a stress test run by the U.S. government to see if they could survive another financial meltdown like we had in 2008. Well, this is a stress test on your portfolio. We're going to take your portfolio without moving any money around and show you exactly how your portfolio will behave if history were to repeat itself. And the third thing you're going to get is a one-page bucket plan to show you how you can protect your retirement lifestyle. We're going to sit down with you. We're going to walk through the plan with you. And obviously, you can be the judge of whether you want to implement that with us or not. There will be no pressure, no obligation, just an education-based approach to protecting your desired lifestyle. And we're here to serve you. So those of you who want to become clients, that's great. And those of you who don't, that's perfectly okay too. So just for the next 10 callers who want a lifestyle protection plan, call 800-366-8022. That's 800-366-8022. And if you have $250,000 safe for retirement, call now and schedule your time to come in for a visit and get your lifestyle protection plan. This could be one of the most important decisions of your life. And this is a great opportunity to meet with the experts of retirement income planning for women. All you have to do is just give us a call for this complimentary and most comprehensive integrated lifestyle protection plan to keep you on the road to financial independence and well-being at the same time. And when you come in for your visit with the team at Women's Worth, we'll make sure that you get a copy of one of Jeanette's books, Wise Up Women or Retirement Done Right. For just the next 10 callers on the show today who call 800-366-8022. That's 800-366-8022. We'll make sure that we reserve a spot for this complimentary and totally customized lifestyle protection plan. Again, the number to call is 800-366-8022. Thank you so much for listening to Woman's Worth Radio today. We've had an awesome show talking about how you can be better prepared for a dignified and totally worry-free retirement. So have a great week and we'll see you right here next week at Woman's Worth because it's more than the money. It's about total well-being to and all the way through retirement. Investment management services recommended by Petros Advisory Services, LLC, a registered investment advisor headquartered in Jacksonville, Florida. Information provided on today's show is provided for informational purposes only and does not constitute investment, tax, or legal advice. Information has been obtained from sources that are deemed to be reliable, but their accuracy and completeness cannot be guaranteed. Always consult with an investment, legal, or tax professional before taking any action. Annuity guarantees are based solely on the strength and claims-paying ability of the issuing company. Individuals should thoroughly review the contract for specific details of product futures and costs. Income payments and withdrawals from deferred annuities are generally taxable as ordinary income in the year they are taken.